You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. And out. John was a little late this time. <laughs> we didn't wake him up in time to do his opening. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Yeah, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, we are unrehearsed. And you can get in touch with us any time during the show. All you got to do is call us at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Or you can always email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And there's one thing I got to tell you about, folks. And uh, I got two things to say. Uh, Ryan's sitting in today for, uh, for jazz. Morning, Ryan. Good morning. And uh, there's two things about the Super Bowl I got to say. A couple of things, real quick. Number one, to the Philadelphia Eagles team, dilly dilly. <laughs> dilly dilly. And to the New England Patriots, they will be led to the pit of misery. <laughs> <laughs> what a game, though, right? If somebody would have showed me the stats, okay, and said uh, Tom Brady threw for 505 yards, their rushing total was, what was it, like 100? And, it was over 100 yards, wasn't it? Yeah. If I would have just seen the stats, I would have said, oh, they won, right? I mean, yeah. they had to have won, and they didn't. Oh, too bad, too bad, so sad. Yeah, what a game. I can't believe the way it ended, but and, I was happy. I'm not going to lie. Know, you know, I, I was I was right on my lock of the week taking the Eagles. That was right. But yeah. who would have ever have thought over 70 points were scored? I thought the Eagles had this great defense. I took right? the under, and I hurt myself because – I took the Eagles to cover the four and a half, but yeah. I also took the Patriots on the money line. Yeah. I, I don't bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, I know. Well, guess what? Yeah, that, that was uh, that was one heck of a game. Well, Danny's in the studio. He's situated. He's finally sitting down here. Good morning, Danny. How are you? Are, oh, by the my way, Mike, Mike hot. I should. Are we hot? Yes. Mike's hot. I should say that uh, <laughs> he is Danny Bush. I am Tommy the True Newbauer. Wealthy single straight landowner yeah, from Douglas County. Uh, and uh, we also have a caller at 735 today from the All Canada Show. And I also have some tickets to give away to the All Canada Show sometime during just, the show today. We are just happy, happy, yeah. happy ticket givers here. And, of here. course, Fish X is going on and the, Mus- and the Muskie Expo out there at the Washington County St- uh, State Fairgrounds. 
So uh, yeah, things the, are things are going on. A little rough with the weather yesterday. Yeah, for them, but I'm sure they'll be rocking out there today. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Ron went out there. It'll be a beautiful day. Yeah, Ron went out there and he said it was busy yesterday. Good. So, so who'd you bring with you today? Oh, this is Joe Brown. Hi, Joe. <laughs> Joe Brown's future governor of what he he's kind of shy. He's not over by the mic. He, I'm trying to get him to put the headset on and talk to the mic. <laughs> In fact, he wanted is he came to the studio a couple years ago. Yeah, I he was originally remember. planning on majoring in communications, but now he's graduating from Reagan High School and he's going to yeah. get in, into politics. In fact, I told Joe this a couple of years ago because he's so into it. You know, he got signatures, autographs, I think, from every presidential candidate in the last election. He'd go all over the place really? to meet all of them. It doesn't matter. Now, he, he's going to hate us because he's a <laughs> he's a Democrat and very, but he, he, he goes and likes to meet all of them and get his picture taken with them. Yeah. And uh, so I said a couple of years ago, I said, you know, you ought to get into politics and, and do that. So now he's looking <clears> to go to UWM and major in, uh, what is that, political science, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah looking to political <coughs> science. So he'll Can be I- governor someday. So, Joe, can I tell you a quick story about my uh, brush with uh, a presidential candidate? Uh, when the Milwaukee Sports Show was downtown, okay, uh, Senator Dole, when he was running that year, he was in town. Bob Dole was in town. And uh, I was some type of, uh, well, they kind of thought I was somebody. I don't know why. Well, you are Tom. Yeah. So, anyway. You're Tom they, Newbutter. Yeah. Hard bottom yeah. Newbauer. <laughs> So anyway, uh, one guy. of the Secret Service guy comes over and, and, and they're one of the aides and says, look, uh, we, we, we need you to go with Senator Doyle to the trout pond and fish for trout with them. It's, I, I knew it was just photo ops. That's all it was, right? And I said, yeah, sure, I'll do that. That's pretty cool. So we're at the trout pond. He's holding, you know, he has the bad right hand. You got to shake his hand left-handed. You know. I never knew that. Yeah, he's got a, it was during the war. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. When in the Second World War, he his, he was his in World hand War Two, and he yeah. had his. Oh yeah, he was all his arm and hand is all screwed up. So you got to shake with his left, your left hand. Well, anyway, so he's holding the fishing rod, and I'm holding the fishing rod. Of course, we're not catching any trout. We're just standing there. It's and a trout he, pond. Yeah, yeah, the trout. How pond. could you not catch fish? Oh, trust me. There's times when you couldn't there's catch fish in there. Fish. Yeah, but they don't always. They feed them too. They don't want you to catch them all. Well, anyway, I'm going to get back to my story. So anyway, so we're standing there. And the fish aren't biting. And uh, <clears throat> I said to um, Senator Dole, it says it <clears throat> these fish uh, aren't biting for us this morning. And you know what he says? This is hilarious. He goes, hmm, must be Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh, and I'll tell you one thing. When, when, uh, when, before I was standing next to him, I'll tell you what, those Secret Service guys touched, I, I felt violated. They touched me everywhere checking me out. <laughs> yeah, they're, oh, and, and what they're carrying underneath those three-quarter length trench coats, uh, they ain't pea shooters. Uh, they got some heavy weaponry underneath those those coats. Yeah, they're, they're, they're ready. They're ready to <laughs> they're ready. spring into action. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, actually, I was a little nervous because they kind of push you around, tell you what to do, what not to do, and they literally push you. To where you got to go? They're, yeah, they're 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 serious about their job, man. I'm telling you, yeah. But it was pretty cool. I got a picture of me and the senators. Matter of fact, it was in the journal. Me and him standing by the trout pond. Did you save that? Yeah, I got it somewhere. So I, yeah, yeah, I got it somewhere. Did, and you I caught no so. trout. No. One of your... Well, we stood there for what two minutes. Yeah, so I they don't could want take excuses. Pictures? Excuses, Tom. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
That's fine. Unlike my, <laughs> unlike my story of victory last week. Yeah, you are the Pike Master. Yes, indeed, I'm back. <laughs> but she's back. Well, you know what? The scourge of Pewaukee. We got to go to break. No, no. I was okay. I was just going to tell Ryan. You know, Ryan, that old adage: even a blind squirrel finds an acorn once in a while. I do. Yeah. Tell us your story, Danny. <laughs> before we do that, before we do that. Take a look at my shirt yeah. Dan oh, I love it. gave me. I love it. I like that. <laughs> Protect your nuts. It shows a squirrel. It shows a, a squirrel. With a baseball bat <laughs> in a power <laughs> pile of nuts, and it says, Protect your nuts. <laughs> Dan Peckles gave that to me. Really? I think he was after hearing uh, the nut report. Yeah, yeah. Went back on the squirrel hunting. But anyway, yeah. I got back to um, uh, Pewaukeeville uh, after our show last week. And uh, went down to Waterfront and and went in and bought a $5 ticket. I feel like a chiseler, Tom. Well, I guess you'd know this feeling. I walked <laughs> in. A lot. I'd walk in because you can buy one ticket for right. 5 or 6 for 20 And that gets you into the jamboree, now, the ice I don't jamboree, know how right? good you are with your proportions and math, but yeah. obviously <laughs> 6 for 20 is, is a, better than 1 is for better 5 than one for five. Yeah. But El Chisler here just buys 1 for 5 right? <laughs> Because right. I have more luck winning raffles with one ticket than I do buying 50 tickets. Yeah. Okay. So I bought my ticket, went home, uh, well, stopped at the gas station, bought some some uh, some shiners, mm-hmm. and tried to pick the biggest ones I, I could get. And uh, and they weren't really huge, but they were okay. So I went, tied up a couple rigs, went out. By the time I got set up out there, it wasn't till about 11, 10, 30, 11, but I uh, had till 4, I think. So right about... First half hour, I caught a little small northern. Mm-hmm. And uh, then at about 1 o'clock, I went out to look, check all my tip-ups, and I noticed I'd been robbed. I'd, oh. I'd been robbed. I'm using a, a 20-pound fluorocarbon with a single treble hook, and I got a shiner got robbed. So I replaced that one, and right about 30 minutes later, get a flag. I get out there. It's going. And I start fighting this thing, and it made two... Power runs where it stopped. I'm pulling it in. Yeah. It stopped, and it reminded me of Lake of the Woods Pike, you know, where yeah. you're catching. They're all averaging about, you know, mid-30s to high-30s there, and they make a couple power runs. And I'm thinking, holy cow, this is either a muskie or a good pike. Mm-hmm. Turns out I pull it in. It's a 34-inch pike. So they got to be 32 now. So I throw it on the board. It's clearly over. I think I got I got the tournament winner here. Yeah. I got it. So I throw everything in a sled. I go walk on the shore. And then I'm thinking, you know, I really don't want to have this fish die. Yeah. And what if it doesn't take first? Although it, I've never seen a bigger one caught in a tournament on Pewaukee, even though I'm sure there have been. Uh, so I, I real quick ran into the uh, my closet in the Big Lake Michigan cooler, those big mm-hmm. white ones. I thought, I'll get that cooler, I'll fill it full of water. And it's, I look, and it's all behind a bunch of junk. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. So I close the door. And I go outside again, and then I think, yes, I am. So I went back, <laughs> and I'm throwing crap out of the closet like crazy. Meantime, the fish is flopping in my sled. And I, I got the cooler, threw the fish in, sprinting out, huffing and puffing. You know, I'm an old guy. I can't do this stuff anymore. And I went to the hole, and I started bailing water into yeah. that cooler, and the fish was fine. Yeah. He was strong and fine. So I took him down to waterfront, got him weighed in. He was like 9.57 pounds, mm-hmm. so just over nine and a half pounds. First place, 150 bucks. All right. I felt kind of sorry. One guy came in after me as I'm weighing that one, and he had one that I think it was just as long, maybe longer. 
fact, I thought somebody might have said later that it might have been 35 inches, but it was thin, and it oh. was 7 to 8 pounds. Oh, that is a thin yeah. one, yeah. But I was lucky yeah. that they went with weight as opposed to the length, because yeah. a lot of them go by length. Right, right. Now, I felt good letting it go, and the Pewaukee mm. walleyes for tomorrow one is next week, and what Tom Kep has done to encourage catch and release is it's by length, but if you let it go, you get double the so if it's uh double the points double or, the, or yeah twenty inch walleye I think becomes forty okay yeah okay. and I think you just take a picture of it with nowadays with digital cameras take a picture of it on the board yeah let it go and I think that's a good good way to go yeah that's cool you yeah. can catch and release so I'm gonna do it again I think they got the Badger Fisherman's League one today and they play first through four places for oh. each species normally it's just like one winner wins yeah. it right. So, and I'm we're not we're not going to give away your secret spot, but a lot of people don't. One forty five Park Avenue, apartment no. seven. Yeah. Stop in for a brewski <laughs> and a brat. Ask for Bushy. I'm a hospitable uh, guy. The thing is, is that a lot of people don't fish that East End, you know, for the bigger fish. You know, they're 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 not out, and for the walleyes and well, that. But most guys, guys who do, they're mostly clustered on the West yeah. End and around the island. But yeah. there are a couple guys just down from me yeah. to the west. They've got the twenty-seven inch walleye, and they're yeah. and they got like six or seven flags. They got like six or seven walleyes Friday night, last week Friday yeah, night, yeah. from like six thirty on. Yeah, yeah. So there there are fish on that on that east end. The only I gotta ask you when we come back, okay. we got break. I got something else I gotta ask you about. Maybe you know. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned to one hundred five seven FM, the fan with Dan and Tom and Ryan on the boards. We'll be right back. <laughs> I don't believe it. That- Don't touch me. Hey, Ray. Hey, Sugar. Tell them who we are. Well, we're big rock singers. We got golden fingers. And we're loved everywhere we go. That sounds like us. We sing about beauty and we sing about truth. At $10,000 a show. Right. You gonna sing along, Danny? All kind of thrills to give us all kind of thrills. But the thrill we never know. Is the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Gonna see my John voice. That's okay. I don't want to. I don't want to turn it off. It's great. Had the wrong verse there. That's all right, Danny. So, anyway, I got a question for you, Tom. Yeah. Um, when I drilled some holes last night. And uh, I, I decided to try for some of those evening, that great evening walleye bite, right? So I went to Dick Smith's and bought some tip-up lights. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and I, you know what? Dick Smith's really has a nice store out there. Oh, yeah. They got just about, you know, Becky and Mike do a nice job out there. So I got some tip-up lights and uh, I went and drilled some holes. And normally I like to look down the hole to see if the weeds are up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. And the water is murky. I could not see anything, and I'm only in seven feet of water. Now, what would cause that water <laughs> under the ice to all of a sudden go murky like that? Well, you got to remember where you are. I mean, I don't know if this is right or wrong or whatever. I'm just taking a guess. But where you are, there's current uh, because of the, the river that runs through there. That well, I know the, the, out. the outlet you know, goes yeah. Yeah, by the dam goes out. Right. So there there is some moving water, and it very well may be that when you, where you got some of that moving water like that, it is... Uh, that's what I, I wondered. I'm bit. off to the side. Yeah. But, you know, Pewaukee is a drainage lake. Right. Could it be that the snow and stuff that falls, you know, wherever 
gets in whatever streams that run into Pewaukee and, and under the water there's down, a current. Maybe. You know, I, I, I don't did know. read something one time know. that it, it talked about, it was in one of the DNR reports about it's a drainage lake, and it talked about how long it takes for that water to like recycle mm-hmm, or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's hard to it's it's hard to fathom, but it's like all the water I see right now is going to be gone, gone. <laughs> and it's going to be new water filling yeah. its place. When you yeah. think about the water cycle, it's really mm-hmm. fascinating. But anyway, so I got my, my tip-up lights on, and and I bought these little lights. And during the daytime, they, they don't look like much. Mm-hmm. But I clipped them on, to the, on there, and they cost me like 12 bucks a piece. And uh, it's kind of like the old tip-up lights, though, Tom. I used to have ones that were mini flashlights. Do you remember these ones that were mini flashlights yeah. and they clip on? Yeah. Half yeah. the time those worked, half the time you had to shake yeah. them so the battery... You they know, had like that a, little piece of mercury in yeah. them that would flow well, back and this forth. This one didn't Wasn't even have mercury. I had one. or something. And yeah, and, and, but you know like some flashlights, you got to hit them twice before oh, yeah, they turn yeah. on? Yeah. Well, I had one of those tip-up lights. It was like that. <laughs> and then they clip on, and they're not the super most stable in the world, but... So I kind of thought, you know, unless you get real expensive tip-up lights, I don't think technology's gotten them that much better, but... I'll tell you what, when that tip-up went up at night, when it was dark, flashing red lights, it, it looked like the uh, lights for a landing strip for a plane, that thing was okay. light. Everybody, everybody knew you, you had a You could see that red light, yeah. I guarantee. So, I, I, But I lost the fish. It uh, got yeah. into the weeds, and okay. the hook minnow was gone. So then I gathered up my stuff and left the lake, and I made the mistake of, I learned a valuable lesson, Tom. You unclip the light from your uh, from the arm from the sure. flag. Yeah. Because when I got back to shore, it's gone. It fell off in a snowdrift somewhere. Fell off. Oh no. Fell off. So. Oh no. I'm out one twelve dollar tip up light. I'm off to Dick Smith to buy one. Well, Again, if anybody finds it, it's bushies. They're not going to find it. It's <laughs> going to be know. at the bottom of the lake. I still got two, and I learned a valuable lesson. Soon as you break down your tip up, before you go, take the, the light, light off. off. Put it in your pocket. Yeah. 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 But uh, I don't think I'm going to night fish anymore anyway. It sounds like a great idea until you actually do it. And then you're like, I can't wait to get these flags in and relax and watch TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that no. was, but I'll give, give well, it a shot good. again today. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to repeat as champion pike master, get a big pike again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, just worried nice about, fish. but I'm worried about the merc. I'm worried about the the murky water. Is that gonna? Well, I worried about it more for I, the walleyes last night because is that gonna make? I'll tell you what. Because on Pete and Well, I know they used to say that you fish it only during the day because it's too murky, and at night. Well, Larry Smith had a segment on about it must have been at least three weeks ago, and they were fishing Beaver Dam Lake, and the theory is. Clear water at night is great, and murky water you fish during the day. Well, Beaver Dam Lake is murky water. Right. They're fishing in, like, what, five feet of water maybe, and they didn't start getting the good walleyes until sundown, until after dark, murky water catching dandies. So okay, so it didn't, if the it, fish are there. If they're there well, walleyes they're hungry, can feed pretty sure, well. Sure, they, they fish, no. They got that sixth sense, you I'm know. not as worried about the pike because I got some big jumbo jump. Dick Smith has big shiners. They got jumbo shiners, and then they got giant shiners mm. for two twenty-five a piece. I got a giant shiner, <laughs> and I got one of the big giant. suckers. So they'll be down there stirring up a commotion. Mm-hmm. You know, the pike will find them. You know, I I, I do have to make a quick update. Uh, Ryan and I are gonna. 
cut a different commercial later on uh, after the show. Would you guys screw up the first no, one? No, I, I, I screwed up the oh, uh, River, River's Edge Bait and Supply in Big Bend. Is, is I, that where you said Edge ed, I Water said edge, and it's Edgewood? No, I, I said 164 in Edgerton and it's 164 in Edgewood in Big Bend. So I just have to redo that one. So they're at one six Highway 164 and Edgewood, right in the middle of Big Bend. Well, Big Bend isn't all that big. So. That, you know what? I think they could still find the bait shop. Yeah, if, it's because it's, how it's, many streets it, even start with an edge yeah, in Big exactly, Bend? Right. Exactly. Maybe probably one. only the one. Yeah, and there's yeah. The, the one big. It's mobile, off 164. Yeah, and they're right in with the mobile station there. Now, I mean, not part of the mobile station. I mean, it's off to the side, but you see the mobile station, you'll si- find River's Edge. I mean, it's right and that's, there. So. And that's a great bait shop. As well, they've got all the stuff there. So yeah, yeah, they got I, yeah, and they got those. I plan big... on stopping in there. Yeah, yeah, and they got the suckers, the larger suckers for pike. Uh, you know, good eight inchers. You know, so they they got some, and they got the big shiners. So if too, I head down and so. fish to like the like Lake Geneva area and some of those areas, that's where I'm going to stop to get my stuff. Then yeah, because that's right off of uh, Highway 43 South. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I head so, down there. So yeah, yeah, well, lots of ice fishing going on. People are out there uh, driving all over the lake. Yeah, plenty of ice. How much ice do you think you had when you drilled your? <sighs> About eighteen inches, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's pretty good. That's good. And uh, I had fun uh, shoveling snow and snow blowing this week. <laughs> we had that little bit of a uh, dusting the other day. Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, Thursday night into Friday morning. Yeah, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, I hate snow. No. Some people love it, you know. Well, God bless them. You know, they like to ski and, and go down the hills and play in the snow and all that. I just, I don't care. You want to know the, the, the latest thing that they're doing, Tom, What's on the that? lake is they're ice biking. With motorcycles? Nope. Oh. Pedley bike. Really? Yeah. They got the, our the, buddy Rod, the spikes in them or whatever. Yep. Our <laughs> buddy Rod Grimmy. Rod yeah. Grimmy was going around the whole lake last week. Wow. He stopped in the waterfront afterwards. Yeah, and he's been doing that with another guy. And then I saw two guys. I heard voices behind me when I was setting my tip-ups last night, and, and all of a sudden there's two dudes on bikes. <laughs> then another guy came jogging. He was doing, like, some snow jogging <laughs> right. through there. Yeah. I wouldn't, unless you got good uh, ice cleats or uh, – Stuff to dig into the ice while you're running. I would think that'd be kind of dangerous. You might be slipping uh, and sliding. For guys with running, cat-like balance like myself, don't have any problems. I, I don't know. Time. When it comes to ice, I don't know. Okay, still. I don't think even cats fall on their butts. But um, the the good thing is now that we have snow on the ice, is we don't have those uh, those uh, the ones with the skates and the sail. Those oh guys. yeah, what do they call them? They're uh, yeah, they're 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 sail skaters. They're, they're sailboats, but only they have. They're not on water. They got the skates on them. And when there's a heavy the, wind on the lake and glare ice, oh, they're flying. Those son bitches can move, man. Oh yeah, they're they flying. just come right by. Yeah, and I don't and, think they can turn real quickly either. No, you know what I mean. So if no. they're coming so at you, so that's why you, if you got grumpy old man, Damn it. Same old guys me. that are yelling in their boat when the when the jet skier comes <laughs> yeah. by. I, I there's a segment of fishermen, older fishermen, who perpetually live their life in a state of anger. Yeah, there are. I know. But I think pe- they I like it that like way. That. Yeah. I think they like it that they're way. Happy that I think way. they like to be. Oh, they're happy yeah. being old and ornery and yelling and at grumpy. everybody, yeah. throwing rocks, makes them feel throwing good. rocks at jet skiers because they got too close, <laughs> or water skiers. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, hey, with that thought in mind, we got to go to a break. When we come back, we'll have the gut report. And then right after the 645 break, we're going to be playing a horn schwaggle. But stay tuned. After the gut report, I'm going to give away some All Canada tickets, Danny. Wow. That's going on right now this weekend. So we'll be right back with Danny Bush, Tommy the True Newbauer, Ryan filling in on the boards today. And uh, so that's about it. You're listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting yeah. Edge Outdoors. All Canada shows next weekend, Tom. Or next weekend. Yeah, okay, next get weekend. your date straight. Yeah, not this weekend. It's next weekend. Weekend. We'll talk about it. Because I can mail the tickets out and they'll get them in time. Otherwise, they wouldn't. All right, let's go. All right, let's go over. <laughs> Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by V-March Easy Produce and Discount Liquor. Well, folks, and, and Ryan, I'm not going to tell you how to make scrambled eggs. You know how to make scrambled eggs. Everybody knows how to make scrambled eggs. But I was reading something on the Internet, and what I do for you, our wonderful audience, is I test things out. I see if they're any good or not. And if I like it, I will report back to you. If I don't like it, you'll never hear about it. So, But doesn't mean what I like you're going to like or what I don't like you won't like. You know what I mean? So it, it's all a personal thing. But... I tried this, and it was actually good. The, the The thing on the Internet said put a quarter to a half a with. Well, let me start over. If you're going to scramble two eggs, put a quarter to a half a teaspoon of Worcestershire sauce in it and scramble that up with it. And I first I'm thinking, Worcestershire sauce and scrambled eggs? I don't know. Well, I figured, okay, what the hell? I'm going to try it. And you know what, folks? I liked it. I did. It was good. So you might want to give that a try. I mean, if you don't like it, look at it this way. You only wasted two eggs, okay? So, But it was actually good. So if you want to give something a different try, get a little bit of that umami flavor into your eggs. A little bit of Worcestershire sauce does a great job. I liked it. I, I, I'm gonna, I had it several times now this last week after I saw that. Anyway, the gut report was brought to you by V-Mart Cheesy Produce and Discount Liquor. The gut report... Oh, I'm sorry. I read the wrong thing twice. Hey, it's early. When uh, the gut report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st in Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Well, Danny's off. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. He's got Joe. Joe and him are probably going to get in coffee or something. I think he's giving him a tour of the or uh, a little tour, a little of the tour station. of the station. Yeah, yep. the, we got all those pictures out there of all these artists. You know, all these yeah. music artists. I don't know who seventy. Oh, I'd say seventy-five, eighty percent of them. I have no idea who they are. It's funny. I don't either. I, I don't either. And people always assume because I'm a little bit younger that I do yeah. or that I know a lot about technology outside of, you know, radio. Yeah. I know nothing. My son, he's four years old. Yeah. He has an iPad already. Really? I didn't have the internet until I hit high school. Isn't that something how these younger, I know my, my youngest son is 31. Yeah. He knew more about, he was teaching me about computers when I got my first one. And yeah. he was like in grade school, you know, and he's saying, no, no, dad, this is what you got to do. It's like, I had no clue. But crazy. these kids learn this stuff right away. Man, it's something else. But anyway, I got to let you know, folks, that the Muskie Show out at out in West Bend at the Washington County State Fairgrounds 
is going on this weekend, as well as Fish X Expo at the same place. Now, that's they're going to be going on the rest of today and tomorrow. And, uh, you know, the great thing about this show is that the Fish X Expo, which is everything other than muskies, is free. The parking is free. Getting in the door is free. But if you want to go to the Muskie Expo, that's going to cost you 10 bucks. Now, the thing is, is when you walk in the main corridor, on one side you go into the Muskie Show, and on the other side you go into the Fish X Expo. It's real easy to find. You just go out Highway 41, 45, but then stay on 45 when it splits, and then you'll see the sign that says uh, Washington County State Fairgrounds or whatever. You know, you'll... It's easy to find, uh, and you'll you'll get there. As a matter of fact, I don't have it right now, but if you go on to uh, MilwaukeeMuskyShow.com or just, just Google Milwaukee Muskie Show or Google Fish X Expo, you know, you'll find directions if you need it or phone numbers. But uh, I'm not sure what time they open at today, but they'll be open by 10. <laughs> I'm sure they will be. Positive on and, that. And <laughs> they'll be open till at least 8 or 9 tonight <laughs> at least. So you got plenty of time to go out there today and tomorrow. And find a lot of good deals and talk to a lot of, you know, people that are very knowledgeable in the fishing industry. So you got that going on. And uh, I'm going to do this right now. Get ready on the phone. Now, do you have uh, something to write on? You got a pen? I do. Paper? Of course. All right. I, right now, I'm going to give away three tickets. Three tickets to the All Canada Show. Now, at 735, we've got Jim Crowley. <clears throat> excuse me, from the All-Canada Show. He'll be calling in and talking about the show, talking about Canada stuff and whatever, fishing up there and hunting. But right now, if you're the first caller at 799-1250, that's 414-799-1250, you will get three tickets free to the All-Canada Show, and I'll mail those out to you. They'll go out in tomorrow morning's mail. So three tickets to the first caller and I'll let uh, Ryan take care of that now that Bushy is back and Joe is Thanks. back. Sorry. No, that's Joe fine. Is, fine. Joe, that's Joe cool. was arguing politics with Mike McGivern. Joe's, <laughs> Joe's a Democrat. Mike McGivern <laughs> told him, well, someday when you start making lots of money, you'll understand. It, wait, making money, you'll yeah. understand why we want Republican when you start paying taxes. Well, here, here's a big difference, and I really, really don't want to get into politics, but like me and Bushy, we would be considered like conservatives more so than Republicans. And you'll be surprised, Joe, how many Democrats, Southern Democrats, the ones they call blue Democrats. Yeah, those those are those are conservative Democrats, you know. So I they, I'm a conservative. Yeah, me That's too. That's what I am. I'm, I'm a, a conservative. conservative. I'm a conservative. Yep. Less taxes, less government. <laughs> I'm a conservative. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Danny, uh, I just give. I just, was just talking about the All Canada Show. I was talking about the Fish the X Expo. All Canada Show. Yeah. And of course, are they playing the, that song again on the commercials? Because they used to yeah. always had them on TV. Yeah. The All Canada Show. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they that's are. big. Maybe they can have me sing that. I don't know. Just just one three pack. That's it. You can tell everybody else that you already got a winner. So people are calling. Phones are ringing off yeah. the hook. And I just need their name and address, and uh, I'll Ryan's get that out. Ryan's going crazy right back away. there. Yeah, I know. Well, why are you putting this all on him this time in the morning, Tom? <laughs> it's too early in the morning to have to do all this stuff, eh? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Boy, I'll tell you. You know, go, you got something there? 
you get some info written down? That well, I was going to talk a little fishing reports around yeah. the horn here. So here we go. I heard they're getting uh, walleyes in the Fox River by Voyager Park in deep oh, yeah. through the ice. And they're getting, yep. this one surprised me, they're, they're, they're getting walleyes there mm-hmm. and the occasional whitefish. Oh, really? They're coming up there now. Yeah, too? I would never think whitefish in the Fox River up there, but um, that river, evidently. That river's got everything. According to the report, uh, the Door County whitefish fishing, thumbs up. Has uh, Ron Heidenreich gone up there yet? As a matter of fact, he went up last week. I stopped out by his house on Monday, and he gave me uh, some smoked whitefish. And I took that smoked whitefish, and I added like mayonnaise, garlic, onion, mixed it all up. You know, I flaked the whitefish right, in right. there, took out whatever pin bones that I could find. They were real small, and it was delicious, yes. That that whitefish, it, you know, you've, it? you've had smoked salmon, right? You've had smoked yes, salmon yes. before. All right, see, the white smoked whitefish is a little bit milder fish, if, if you yep. will, I think. A little okay. bit milder. So, you know? so it was delicious. Let me ask yeah. you another important question. Was it nutritious? Of course. Whitefish. Delicious, nutritious yeah. whitefish. But Ron said that him and uh, his buddy, they each got their limits uh, without a problem, he said. Without a limits problem. Limits without a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'd still rather catch perch. Oh, I would rather eat perch, too. Yeah. Man, you get a bunch <laughs> of big perch. perch. Uh, evidently, uh, ice fishing down by... Uh, McKinley down here. They're getting some browns and steelheads here and there, but guys got to spend a lot of time. It's not like they're catching them bang, mm-hmm. bang, bang. So right, right. Uh, I still haven't gone down there yet. And a lot of guys use the automatic tip-ups. Mm-hmm. I think the automatic. Like, automatic fisherman, it's called. And it just sets the. Sets the hook for you. Now, I've got a couple. I'll bring them in next week. Loey, when she was clearing stuff out of her shop way back when, she had like three of these, they were a form of automatic mm-hmm. tip-ups, mm-hmm. and she just gave them to me. Mm-hmm. And I got them new in the package. I don't have an idea how to use them. So I'm going to bring them in, and <laughs> we'll being figure as you're out. the smart guy. Yeah, right. We'll figure it out. You're the fishing department manager of Sherper's Empire. Yeah. You can help me figure it out, and I'll have my automatic tip-ups going. I'll tell you what. After this break, we're going to be doing the Hornschwaggle. But, Danny, after the Hornschwaggle, I'm going to tell you about a unit that – is so cool for ice fishing. It's kind of like an automatic fisherman, but it has some extra things to it, and I'll tell you all about that when we come back. So right now, we need a contestant to play the Hornschwaggle. Danny's going to make three statements. You're going to tell him if it's a Hornschwaggle, which is BS, or if it's a no Hornschwaggle, which means he's telling you the truth. If you get two out of three correct, you will win a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages out there in McGuanagall. You want to go to McGuanagall. Yeah, they've Bucky's. Yeah. Man, for 10 bucks, you could get some good stuff. No Jalapeno kidding. cheddar hot sticks. My students love that yeah. stuff. They, they're, they're great. I really they, let them they, down they, when they, I didn't shoot oh, a deer this year. They they got so many good things there at Bucky's. I mean, not just meats and sausages, Rots. which they make all their own sausages from scratch with the finest uh, ingredients from the area. But they also have seafood. They got cheeses. They got sauces. They got rubs. They, man, they got all kinds. That place is, you know, it's a small shop, but everything they do is to perfection. You know, I mean, you know, small shops can do that. 
You know, they make every make sure everything's just right. Now, you like those jalapeno cheddars, Danny? Is that your favorite with the jalapeno in it? No, it's my students. Oh, your students' favorite. favorite. It's too hot for me. Yeah. I like the bacon cheddar oh, mild. The bacon cheddar uh, sticks are so good, and their jerky is so good. They're uh, what, what's that one called? Sweet bourbon. Oh man, it's awesome. They, they just got so much good stuff at Bucky's. So we're gonna go to a break right now. We got our contestant. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 12.50 AM. To that spirit in the sky, this is the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And now we have what you've all been waiting for, breathlessly, no doubt, the Hornschwaggle segment. And do we have a lucky contestant on the line? Yes, we do. We got Kurt, and uh, we're going to have to find out where Kurt's calling from because he called so dang early. <laughs> I wanted to get him on because okay. he was he was ready for this. Okay, yeah. Kurt. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning. All right, so you know how this works. If I'm lying or BSing, it's a hornswoggle. If I speak truth, it's no hornswoggle. So here we go. Uh, the, this topic for today is coyotes, the wily coyote or coyote. I just call them coyote. Some people say coyote. I don't know which is right. Um, coyotes mate in the early fall, hornswoggle or no hornswoggle. 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 They, they actually, they mate, they'll be right now, February, March. They're uh, male coyotes are on the move. So watch when you see a, coy- a coyote going across the field. That's a horny coyote running around looking for females, I guess. Nothing worse. Don't get between a horny coyote and what he wants. You could get a leg, lose a leg. Okay, so here we go. Uh, talking about, uh, you know, Joe over here, one of my students, he signed a petition because, you know, in Korea, they eat 3.1 million dogs every year. And along that line, uh, smoked coyote is a delicacy in Venezuela. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. Thank you, Kurt. <laughs> I don't even know if they have ho- coyotes in Venezuela. You're two for uh. two, but being as you're on a roll, let's see if you could be three for three. And... Our favorite coyote, the most famous coyote of all time, Wiley Coyote. Finally, in the last episode of the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner show, Wiley Coyote finally did succeed and kill Bugs Bunny. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Hornswoggle. God dang, you're right. Three for three. Despite the fact that Wiley Coyote had Acme rockets to ride. And remember, you'd always get the Acme stuff? Yep. Yeah, Acme. He always failed. I always well, wanted him to kill that yeah. dang rabbit. But well, okay, congratulations, Kurt. Hang on the line, Kurt. We got to get some information from you. Kurt's a coyote expert. All right, hold on, Kurt. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Go. Thanks for winning. Bye now. And uh, the Hornschwaggle was brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in Iguanago. Kurt will be getting a ten dollars gift certificate to Bucky's. 
And, and, and uh, did, did you hear that in Korea now mm -hmm. they're trying to get the restaurants to take the dog off the menu during the Olympics? <laughs> Is that right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually have farms where they they raise the the, the dogs and. You know, I mean, our culture is so much different. You got to remember, other cultures are so different than ours. I mean, to them, that's natural. To us, that's unnatural. But it is an animal. You know, I mean, and, that, and they'd, it, they'd mean, serve it at restaurant. You know what they'd call it? Well, I don't know. Poached pooch. No, they don't. With eggs. That's a hornschwaggle. <laughs> and uh, and my dad, <laughs> when my dad was in Korea, yeah, he was a medic in Korea, okay. and. Uh, and uh, let's see, I think he had a Purple Heart. He's, we got his old medals at home, but he didn't want to have to use a firearm. He's a Christian man, didn't want to have to kill another human sure. being. They made him carry a forty-five mm -hmm. sidearm uh, on his side. And he said he always regretted. He said, when you uh, left, you were supposed to, you signed something, you're supposed to turn all your stuff in. And he said nobody even checked. He wished he'd kept that forty-five because a bunch of guys he knew did come home and most they had guys their, brought that stuff. They home. They brought that stuff yeah. home, but he was being honest. But he said two things. He said he said if you got in a fight with a Korean over there, you had to watch it because they didn't just throw a punch; they would jump up and kick you, kick you in the teeth. He said so you had to be. I don't know if they had gotten fist fights there in Korea or not. Uh, and the other thing he said, if you had a dog, you had to keep your eye on it all the time oh, yeah. because it would disappear and it would be on somebody's dinner plate. Yeah. And I always thought that was a hornswoggle until I read USA Today. Yeah. And Joe over here read a petition. He actually signed a petition uh, against that practice because yeah. he's a big dog lover. He's got a bunch of pugs and stuff. Well, I am too, and, yeah. And then, yeah. and then Joe said that they consider... You want to know what species they really like over there that's no, considered a death? Lab, right? Oh, is that right? Is that what you said, Joel? Yeah. They love the yeah. lab. How about pugs? Do they like pugs? They do not like pugs. They, no. they don't like they pugs? You're just saying that because you love pugs. You got your little pugs. Yeah. Well, you know, different Too parts much fat of fat on those pugs, though. <laughs> that's, that'd be a fatty dog. They can hardly walk. They're always huffing and puffing. Yeah, different parts of the world have different customs. So I guess they're taking things, off you know, the. Uh, but I guess uh, yeah, we're not going to criticize other customs. Yeah, if, I, if I'm ever in South Korea, I'll make sure that uh, I don't go to any of those stands that are you know selling dogs. How about you know? Don't they eat monkey in some countries, Tom? A lot of countries. They they down in South America, they eat a lot of monkey. That's yeah, Dominican Republic, like Joe said, but. South 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 America, yeah, they eat a lot of monkeys. I mean, they they actually go out and hunt the monkeys. You know, they shoot one out of the tree and they roast it. As a matter of fact, there's uh, there's a show on a cable called uh, Meat monkey Eaters. Hunter. No, it's Meat Meat Eater, <laughs> and this guy he'll a go he'll man. shoot a a deer or a whatever, some kind of animal, mm -hmm. and then after he you know shows the hunt, and then he shows the Butchering of From it. From field and then, to freezer to table. Yeah, and then and then they eat it. So he was down in South America, and they went out for monkey, and the guy, the, you know, said, there, there, there's there, a monkey? Shoot that one. I forget what kind of monkeys they shoot were. That, shoot that guy one that's shot glaring the monkey, at you up came there. came down. So then they skinned it, yep. and they had this thing head to toe. It was skinned. The head was still on it, right? Head to toe skinned, and it's roasting over this fire, and they put seasoning on it and all this stuff, you know, and... And then once it was but ready, doesn't the monkey look like a little person? It, on the... it looks like a monkey without its fur. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it looks like a, and so the guy, a human hominoid. The guy rips, human, yeah, the guy rips off part of it and gives it to this guy, and Here. he's never eaten monkey, and he's looking at it. Have and some going, monkey. 
and I'm and he's going, oh, I don't know about this. And then he tries it, and he says, this is really good. Tastes just, <laughs> tastes just like was, chicken. Yeah, he says, this is Put fine. a little barbecue sauce the, on it. And the people, uh, the tribe that he was with, that that's one of they they need the monkeys to, to subsist. Yeah, they need their sustenance. Yeah, for their sustenance, they, they need, need the, the sustenance need to a, subsist. All needs yes. a little bit of sustenance. Yeah, that, and that's yeah, monkeys part of their regular diet. All you know? I got so. to say is, if you're in Korea and you're hunting pheasants, they shoot the pheasant. The lab would bring the pheasant back. They'd keep the lab and let the pheasant go because they like the lab. <laughs> oh, <better. laughs> yeah, be careful over there. Anyway, so that's right. The Olympics are going on. Uh, a lot of different things are going. Do you get involved in Winter Olympics? No, I mean, Joe was watching it all night long. Joe, there's one thing that I like. Uh, most of Winter Olympics, I don't care about, but there's one thing I like watching is Figure when they skating. do that. No, when Chicks. they do that big ski jump off the hill and they go flying through the air, it's like those people got to be half nuts. I mean, my God, they're coming down 80, 90 miles an hour, and then they go off that lift and they, they shoot up into the air. And then they hope they're going to land on two feet. Oh, my goodness. I could never do that. Ever, ever, ever. Never. You know what I'm talking well, about. In right your there. younger days, Tom, no, you were a great athlete. I, I, actually, you I know, had Had two... you not pursued bass fishing, you could have been a hey, great Olympian. Actually, two of my uncles on my mom's side, <laughs> they did do that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 